Welcome to the Level Up Your Life podcast, where we discuss all things that make your life easier. I'm your host, Laura Lemonade, here with my co-hosts, Mentor Molly and Dr. Magdalena Battles, who is the Life Hack Mama. In this episode, we will be discussing self-talk, how to determine your success. I'm looking forward to this one. Thank you, ladies, for joining. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. Yeah, I'm excited to talk about this. Yeah. All right, so we should probably back up and talk a little bit about like what self-talk is um it kind of started with sigmund freud he created the idea that we have unconscious and conscious levels of thought um the unconscious cognitive processes and it influences our behaviors sometimes we don't even realize how it's influencing our behaviors yes that's true it's it's not uncommon for most of us to you know keep a running dialogue inside of our heads and this dialogue can just range from giving ourselves instructions while we carry out a task, random observations about our environment or situation, or it could even be what is referred to as self-talk. And self-talk is like that internal narrative that you you hold about yourself, your inner Mm -hmm. voice, if you will. Um, And you may not spent much time thinking about it or giving it any attention, but the truth is our self-talk can actually have a much bigger influence on the way that we see ourselves um, more than we really realize. And, I will give y'all an example about a Ooh, random examples <laughs> about random observations about our environment that we tell ourselves. And so like the other day, my husband and I, we were sitting on the couch and we saw a commercial for furniture and they showed the most perfect looking, beautiful house. And he immediately turns to me and he says, we suck at decorating our house. <laughs> <laughs> well, how nice of him. <laughs> I know. Oh, sweetie. <laughs> How do you really feel about it, sweetie? (laughs) (laughs) And I thought to myself, what do you mean mean we? What do you mean we? Like, right? I know. He's like, how come our house doesn't look like that? And I mean, I laughed and I said, well, number one, that statement is not true. Also, that's a fantasy. It's a commercial. And I just said, I I don't place a high value on having my house look perfect. Um, Mm -hmm. That's just not an accurate reflection of reality, much less your reality or mine. So that negative thought is just not true of either of us, you know? Oh, right. And and those advertisements, you know, you're looking at something that uh, multiple people probably put together to make that shot look just the way it's supposed to, just perfectly, the right lighting, the right everything. Um, you know, they have decorators, they have lighting managers, they have camera people. You know, it, it's a multi-team effort. So um, yeah. just because your house doesn't look like the, the commercial, uh, it, it's not a fair comparison. As well as, you know, if you're trying to compare with something like Facebook, so you look at somebody's Facebook post or Instagram um, and their pictures, remember, they probably took multiple pictures before they posted the one. Um, yeah. So you can't compare your like, okay, to their like, this is the best of the best. As well mm-hmm. as, you know, it's a completely different environment. Um, people have yeah. different value streams that are going to, you know, give us a little bit uh, different ideas. So, you know, Magdalena, you have that doctorate in psychology. Give mm-hmm. us an idea. Talk to us about what you've seen in your, your practice about self-talk. How do mm-hmm. we remind ourselves um, when we're getting into some of those patterns? Like um, Laura's husband just said, you don't even realize sometimes that you're doing that comparison and you're saying negative stuff about yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what I find is, and what research has shown is that most people have a tendency to have preconceived notions and, and the people that are really struggling and have anxiety or depression, they often have these negative self 
talk tracks. And um, some of these talk tracks will be along the lines of, I'm not good enough. Mm. I'm not enough. Mm. I'm always a failure. Um, oh, yeah, I, I hear do, that one. Yeah. Or a I can't do work. anything right. Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh -huh. and, and, you know, them verbalizing yep. it, you know, you're getting into their brain, you're seeing a glimpse of what they're probably telling themselves quite often throughout the day. Because if they're able to verbalize it and say it out loud, usually they're thinking it as well. And it's usually on repeat in their heads because our yeah. brains are hardwired to remember the negative experiences over the positive ones. And so we have to make a very conscious effort um, to try to focus on the positive things and the rational thoughts rather than negative experiences or um, catastrophizing things as well. Yeah, yeah. And we often replay the messages in our head. So are we replaying negative messages or are we mm. replay, replaying the uh, positive? And in most cases, um, you know, people that have issues when they're coming to me for help, I'm finding they have very negative messages, messages going on in their brain and that they're feeding themselves very negative self-talk on a consistent basis. Yeah, we had an instance at work today where the, it was sort of a big event. Um, we ended up having to release an employee and everyone mm -hmm. is kind of going around going, what did I do? What could I have done differently to affect the outcome of that? Um, and it mm -hmm. wasn't have anything to do with them necessarily. Could they have maybe, um, could they have mentored this individual differently? Could they have, you know, had a side conversation maybe, but this individual made that choice. But a lot of times I find people are negative on themselves based on somebody else or something they can't even control, like somebody mm -hmm. getting released from their employment. It doesn't mean that you did something wrong. It means they did something wrong. Right, yeah. right, exactly. Yeah, so true. And so there's some ways that we can work to combat against, um, you know, these negative thought tracks that we have. And one thing that I want to mention that I use for clients quite often is um, a CBT workbook for mental health. Mm. And, and what this is, it's a cognitive behavioral therapy um, workbook. And, and it's called the CBT workbook for mental health evidence-based exercises to transform negative thoughts and manage your well-being. Wish oh. I knew the author. I get nothing for promoting this. And I wish, you know, <laughs> I knew this person because they're really just such a genius in everything that they wrote. And they took the cognitive behavioral therapy and took a lot of the modern um, aspects of uh, this theory and have applied it into exercises that don't, that don't have a lot of um, psychological jargon in them. They're very, you know, plain English, just here's mm -hmm. how to help you retrain your brain and how to reframe your thinking. And they're just very easy exercises, almost something like um, journaling exercises that you can do oh. um, several days a week to help reframe your thoughts. I and love I find that. that. This is really helpful for people. And, and I, I, it's one that I highly recommend that others, if you find yourself having these negative thoughts on a regular basis and it's causing you to have anxiety or depression, a counselor is a great way to help you with that, obviously. And there are a lot of um, CBT uh, counselors out there, but this workbook is also a great supplement to something like that as well. And wow. so some practical ways that we can talk about here and now that to help people that are listening, um, mm -hmm. there are some ways that we can help change our thoughts into positive and more rational thoughts. And these mm. can have a lot of benefits for us. So here are some ways and examples. Um, the first mm -hmm. um, is, is that if we reframe our thoughts and start trying to think more, you know, self positive self-talk when we re replace those thoughts, yeah, we're going to mm -hmm. replace those thoughts with the, ne the negative ones with a positive one. We're going to be able to reduce our stress because if we're able to think of a situation 
and replace it with a rational thought rather than a um, negative one, we're going to mm -hmm. find that we're going to be in much, much healthier mm -hmm. thought processes. For example, if we're um, stressed out about a work project and we're thinking, um, you know, I'm just not going to make this deadline. I'm not going to make it. Right. It's just not going to happen. You know, obviously you're not going to make that deadline. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. 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 So you need to reframe that and say, and, and go with a more rational thought. This is going to be hard, but I'm going to give it my best shot. I'm, I can do this if I put my mind to it and try hard, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it's not saying mm -hmm. I'm going to do the best presentation ever because some of those, that, that positive over self-talk Mm. is not helpful either so you want it right. to be rational self-talk well and i well. like that you're saying the word rational magdalena because mm -hmm. sometimes i find you know when i get into those situations where there's a deadline coming and everything's flying at you and oh my goodness how are you gonna breathe you know and you start right. going into that like i'm never gonna get this done mode sometimes yes. just taking that moment taking that quick pause and it can literally be like a five second pause to just mm -hmm. stop take a breath and reframe can help me to find the positive as well as mm -hmm. find ways to problem solve. So I can't do it by myself. Doesn't mean I can't get my team to help me. It doesn't mean yeah. that I yeah. can't, um, you know, maybe the project, I just have to pare it down. So I'm not doing mm -hmm. 20 things. I'm doing five things, you know, something yes. along those lines, but by having that rational um, mm -hmm. that it, it helps to get me there. Yes. And that's another great tip to stop and do a breathing exercise of some sort that often helps us to recenter, to allow ourselves the opportunity to change those thoughts and to consciously replace them. Mm -hmm. And so one of those breathing exercises, and you can find this on YouTube, they like have little four minute tutorials and five minute tutorials on how to do this. One mm -hmm. of them is one of them is called the box method or the square method. And it's simply envisioning a box, a square. And when you go across, you know, trace your finger across the top of the, this imaginary box, mm -hmm. you're going to breathe in for four seconds. Okay. And then you're going to hold that breath as you go down the right side of the square, move your finger down that right side and envisioning it going down. You're going to hold for four seconds. Then you're going to let the breath out as you go along the bottom of the square for four seconds, breathing it out as you envision your finger going across the bottom of this box. And then again, holding for four seconds. And then you start the box over. So it's it's these four second breaths of breathing in and out with pauses in between. Yeah. But it's doing it, yes, and it's doing it with the visualization of a box that tends to help people. And this exercise actually is used, um, it, it's used with like people who are in combat, who are in very highly stressful situations. Interesting. They're taught wow. to use this specific method. So it's one that's been proven in research to work well with um, very, very high stress situations. So, uh, you know, we're not all, uh, you know, shooting people in a war, you know, for those of us that <laughs> right. are in normal life. So something like this, I think it could be helpful for us as well. <laughs> right. Oh, for sure. I, you know, <laughs> yeah. And just as you were doing that, like, as you were explaining it, I was actually visualizing and doing it. And it was so relaxing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm over here going, I think I'm going to do this. Like, moving forward. I really like <laughs> Yes. It works really oh, well. Yes. It helps bring the anxiety down. And then it lets you give the opportunity for yourself to 
take a moment to rethink your thoughts then. So you're, you're able to slow your, your nervous system down because a lot of times when we have these high anxiety situations and we're feeding ourselves a lot of negative self-talk, our anxiety Mm -hmm. levels are going through the roof. Our, our heart rate is going up. Our nervous system is in overaction. And so in order to slow that down, we use some simple breathing exercises to slow that down so that we can turn our thoughts back into rational thoughts as we slow things down. Well, it kind of reminds me of like Mm -hmm. when I'm either done dog training or working with kids, you know, sometimes you get so focused on something you can't see it anymore. Um, Mm -hmm. Or my dog gets so obsessed with, I I want the bone, I want the bone, I want the bone, I want the bone. You have to get (laughs) them to do something else just to kind of break that and go, okay, like, hold on. I'm still asking mm-hmm. you to sit, like focus on the sit, then you get the bone, not focus on the bone, then you get the sit. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know, stuff yes. like that. That sometimes we just have to kind of break that cycle because we get ourselves into it and it's hard to pop yourself back out when you're you're in the midst of that not necessarily panic, but high anxiety state. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And especially like, I remember when my twins were little and they would be, you know, screaming at the top of their lungs, little babies. And I remember thinking, oh my goodness, there's two of you and one of me and which one goes first. And it was <laughs> yeah. overwhelming, you know, so oh, to be able absolutely. to have that, the, I wish I'd had that back then, the breathing exercises, which I would have mm-hmm. been like, okay, you know, just take it. It's going to be okay. Cause it's, and it just, when yeah, screaming. it takes a few seconds, few seconds. Yeah. So in the scheme of things, if they cry for, you know, 10 more seconds or 12 more seconds, not that, right. you know, big It'll of a okay. deal. If it allows you to reset yourself yeah. to yeah. create a more sane and rational environment for yourself. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's just, absolutely so true. So Molly, so going, uh, yeah, going. I was. I just had a couple more comments on yeah, those. Okay, you know, looking at how you know changing into these positive self talk. If we are more observant of our self talk and try to make it more rational, more positive, there's some other benefits to that as well. And one of those benefits is that it can help boost our confidence. Yes. So when one thing that happens is when people come in to see me almost every client says, I have problems with self-esteem. I don't have confidence. I don't have self-esteem. And um, we, we deal with the crisis at hand, whatever they're dealing with, you know, yeah. usually there's some sort of crisis. But then I look at what are we thinking? What are our mm-hmm. thought processes going through our mind on a regular basis? And I've actually had them um, journal their thoughts. Um, and then we'll talk about it and we'll talk about, well, how could we change those thoughts to reframe those? Mm-hmm. And the end result after they do this for a while and they learn how to reframe their thoughts to something that's more positive, more, um, you know, encouraging for themselves, more um, rational, realistic, uplifting, just, you know, trying to cut all the negative stuff out. What I find is over time, it just naturally happens. Their self-esteem goes up. They become more confident individuals. So that happens with anybody who learns to have better self-talk. It's going to help your self-esteem. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I see this, um, especially in the office ladies, when I, when I go to visit them, there's a couple of them that's, that stand out to me that I'm constantly, um, and I try not to be nagging about this, but they're, they're, they use a lot of negative self-talk. Like I'm not good. Mm-hmm. I'm not very good at that. Or wow, ah. you're so good. I could never be like you or, you know, mm-hmm. things along those lines. Mm-hmm. And it, it kind of bothers me because I know what they're doing is hurting themselves. And I want Mm -hmm. to see them be more successful and be okay with themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, you know, I find it's one of my missions that I need to help them find how do, how do we reframe that? How do we get a little more positive? Because we can all find the negative if we're looking for it, but we all can find the positive when we start looking for it too. And I, I, and you know, maybe Laura or Magdalena, you guys see this as well, that I think some of this is societal, 
um, we almost tell ourselves that you're supposed to be humble. And so by being mm-hmm. humble means I can't brag myself up. So I, that must mean right. I have to do the opposite. I have to tear myself down, which I disagree with. Right. Yeah, I disagree I too. There's a difference between um, being humble and putting yourself down. And so we need to be very aware of that. Being humble is just not saying anything, you know, bragging right, or whatnot. Right. Um, but it's okay to say, oh, I can do this, uh, you know, without saying, oh, I've been the best at this. Right, right. Uh, you can <laughs> yeah. say, I have the ability to do this. If you need help with this project, it's something I've done in the past and I can help you with it. You know, th- that's different than saying, oh, you know, I'm the worst. I can't do this. So mm. there's there's a middle ground here between bragging and yes. <laughs> um, putting ourselves down that humble place where we can still be, um, you know, ha- use positive talk about ourselves as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I found the more I find those positive, that positive self-talk, the more successful I've been. So as I've built my self-esteem, as I've, you know, grown into my own skin, if you would, as, mm-hmm. as I've matured as a, a leader, as matured in my, my role at the plant as well, that it, it helps. It helps a lot to find that positivity. And I find the more positive I am, if I'm in a good mood, if I'm, you know, saying, hey, everybody's doing great, even mm-hmm. when through the tough situations, um, you find that positivity and finding more people are drawn towards me and it's yes. easier for me to lead them because mm-hmm. they want to be around it as well, even if they don't understand how to do it. Yes. It, it builds yeah. relationships. Obviously mm-hmm. you're going to be better at relationships. If you can have positive self-talk with yourself, you're going to be able to encourage and uplift others even better as well. Because if you can't say positive things to yourself, how are you going to be able to say positive things to others? Right. So right. I think it's important. We start with ourselves so that we can be that encourager and the person who uplifts those around you. Yeah. And I found, you know, especially when I realized Um, In my 20s, I I realized that I was doing a lot more negative self-talk than I wanted to. Um, And Mm -hmm. what could I do to change that? I found that method that you were talking about earlier, Magdalena, where you replace, you replace a negative thought with a positive thought was really helpful, even when I didn't believe it. Mm -hmm. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Because it was that I had to reform that thought that Mm -hmm. it could be possible. And I didn't believe it because I was so fixated still on the negative. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Often what I would try to tell people is to try to find some sliver of truth somewhere, Mm -hmm. something just slightly positive that you can, you can grasp onto because a lot of times they have all these wonderful positive things going on, but they can't see it. So I try to help them grasp at least one thing because I can tell them how wonderful they are, but until Mm -hmm. they realize it themselves, it's not going to truly help them. So oh, they yeah. need to recognize yeah. it themselves. So I, I say, if they can just grasp onto one thing and feed those positive messages to themselves about that one thing, mm-hmm. it's going to build and it's going to build their confidence. Yeah. That well, it was sense. things like um, I would tell myself like, wow, you really sucked at that, for example. Um, and instead of saying I really sucked at that, I could tell myself, well, that wasn't so bad. Exactly. Mm. You know, exactly. It, yeah. it wasn't I sucked, which is good. Right. And it wasn't like, wow, you're the best ever, which I could never ever believe. But <laughs> like I don't yeah. know that I believe like you're okay, but it was at least reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> if that makes any sense. Yeah. Exactly. And you know what? It's taken me years to get to this point too. And 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 years of you know studying psychology and yeah. counseling other people too to understand this concept of 
um, you know, not being so hard on ourselves and, mm -hmm. and, and applying it mentally. And I screwed up. I'm, I'm still a human being. I screwed up this past week and I did a posting I shouldn't have. I'm not going to go into the details, but oh. I screwed up. I made a mistake and I posted something I shouldn't have. And so I, I was like, you know what? I felt bad about it. I'm like, oh, I screwed up. Oh, how, you know, and I could have really gotten hard on myself. And rather yeah. than doing that, I thought, you know what? I'm going to take this as a lesson learned. Good this for you. Lesson mm -hmm. learned so I can yep. do better next time and I won't make this mistake again. Mm -hmm. Lesson learned moving. Now I can just keep moving forward. Yep. And yeah. so it made it a lot easier to deal with rather than beating myself up and being, you know, getting all down on myself. And that's something I use it when I'm coaching others is mistakes. We can take a look at them in one of two ways. One is it's an anchor. It's going to hold us back. Oh, I'm stupid. That was awful. Why did I do that? Mm -hmm. um, I'm never going to live this down. You know, I'm, I'm weighing myself down with it. Or we mm -hmm. can use it as a stepping stone. So it's something that's going to go underneath us and propel us to something better. I'm going to use this mm -hmm. as a lesson learned. I'm going to use this to avoid doing that again. I'm going to take mm -hmm. this as a knowledge place holder so that I can um, get to the next level through this. So mm -hmm. uh, the choice is really ours when we start getting to that. Do we want to go negative and it's going to weigh us mm -hmm. down? Or are we going to go towards the positive and it's going to help boost us to another level? Yes. Now, yeah, Molly, I do have a question for you. Mm -hmm. um, I know that you know you work in a leadership position. You've, yep. you've worked for many years in the leadership position. Are there like any key phrases that you teach to others, especially when they're struggling <laughs> like that? Like I know you say mistakes, anchor, stepping stone, but are, is there something like reframing actual phrases that you use with them? Yeah, well, I'm I'm kind of a dork. <laughs> I really no, am. you're not. <laughs> so, so I'm the person that's going around giving people like free high fives. I, and I call oh. them free high fives because who doesn't want something free and it's a high five. So it just helps you know, boost you. And so mm -hmm. a lot of times it's, can we just have a little bit of fun with it? Um, today, like I said, we, you know, we had some, some tough stuff that happened at work and we we're having some very serious discussions. And sometimes it's, can you, you have a little bit of laughter in there as well? This is tough stuff. Um, we're all very, very serious and we know that the extent of it, but at the same time, how can we relieve a little bit of that stress? Um, so sometimes mm -hmm. it's, it's adding a little laughter um, but it's also finding those positives. Um, people hear me saying a lot. So what's the silver lining? Can you find mm -hmm. the one thing that's good in this situation? So, mm -hmm. you know, this individual was released from their duties. They're no longer our employee. Um, but mm -hmm. what's one good thing? Well, you know, hopefully they can find an, another job that suits them better or maybe a new career path or, you know, I, again, I don't know what that's going to look like for that individual, but for the people who are left behind in this career, um, mm -hmm. you know, maybe we'll get someone even more fabulous. Um, the last several hires for this position have been outstanding individuals. What if we get one of them? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, you know, we're, can we find that silver lining? Can you find the positive in a tough situation? Um, the other thing I talk to people a lot, uh, especially in our women's group, is the superhero pose. And I know this isn't self-talk, but I think it also factors into getting your mindset in the right place. So if, I don't know mm -hmm. if you guys have heard this, but there's a, a, a practice out there that before you like go into an interview or before you go into a boardroom and you're going to have these big discussions, you should stand in front of a mirror, kind of like a superhero where your shoulders mm -hmm. are back, your, your hands are on your hips, kind of like Superman, and you should mm -hmm. kind of like, ta-da, you know, mm -hmm. and what that does is it helps your brain and some of those chemicals release as well to give you some of that positive boost. Yes. And it just makes you oh, feel wow. good. And mm -hmm. I don't know about you guys, but I feel a little like, yes, I am She-Ra, hear me roar. Mm -hmm. You know, <laughs> and you get a little bit of laughter out of myself. Um, but that 
having some of those power poses or having some of those those key phrases that you can go back to to can really just help you go okay Mm -hmm. i'm struggling to find that positive what's one thing i can do to turn this around and make it toward you know head towards that positive direction um yeah I like that. And and to go along with that mirror thing, um, one other thing that I have found that is helpful for clients and even for myself that I've done is to write uh, positive affirmations and post mm-hmm. them on your mirror. Yeah. And then when you're in, you know, getting ready in the morning, you can read those positive affirmations and in doing it aloud is even more empowering than yes. just, you know, reading it and seeing it. It's very mm. empowering to read it out loud. And so some of them, um, you know, some of those things that you can write on those type of things are like, I am capable. Mm-hmm. I am strong. I can get through this. Um, I might still have a ways to go, but I am proud of how far I have come already. Um, yeah. Y- you know, and, and yeah. just to have those positive affirmations that are there for you to see, but also to read out loud as you're looking in the mirror, getting yourself ready, it will help to change those thought patterns that you have and the wiring that you have going on in your brain. Mm-hmm. Well, that's wow. one activity that we have around the plant is we have a couple individuals that they'll, they'll go online and find there's those positive memes all over the place and positive sayings that you can get with all sorts of cute graphics on it. Um, they'll uh-huh. print those up and post them around the plant at just random places. Um, some of them are, you know, they're cute little sayings with a neat graphic. Some of them are serious stuff like safety is important. Um, it, it doesn't really mm-hmm. matter as long as it's something positive. We post those up just as those little reminders. And then we try to change them up every once in a while. So I don't know about you guys, mm-hmm. but if I post something on my mirror, um, mm-hmm. I, I will enjoy that for the first, you know, maybe month. And they'll really Mm -hmm. motivate me. But after that point in time, like I've walked past it too many times, I stopped noticing it. (laughs) So you got to change it up every once in a while to kind of resurge those juices. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I agree. And and then if if you're like me, if you're Christian like me, you know, post scripture that's inspirational that helps you you know like Mm -hmm. the verse i can do all things through christ who Mm -hmm. strengthens me Mm -hmm. so find scripture that speaks to you that is is good self-talk that you know helps you um to change the way you think Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. and i and i want to add something in here too and i know it's kind of it does tie into self-talk but it's also having that buddy or somebody that you know that can check in with you um Mm -hmm. i i know that having a little check-in buddy, you know, yes. every once in a while it checks in, Hey, how are you feeling? Just give me a few words. How are you feeling? Mm-hmm. Is this a good, is this a good day? You are capable. You know, it's nice to hear that. And it's nice to, to be that for someone else. Too. Yeah. Well, well yeah. you do that for me, Laura, every once in a while I'll get a text from me that says two word check-in and it's just Same with two you. words about the day. How's it going? Where are you at? Um, and I know that if I put like crappy and awful, <laughs> I'd probably oh. get a phone call. <laughs> Am yeah. I getting a phone call? But, you know, every day we don't have a chance to, to chat, you know, and every day mm-hmm. we, we can't figure out what's going on. And if you said, how are you? What does everybody say? I'm fine. Thanks. Um, but yeah. it's a way to kind of get a little bit deeper um, and have that, you know, how are you really doing? You're, you're my friend. I care. Uh, can, can you, can you tell me? And it, for me, it helps me to go, gosh, how am I doing? Let me pause for a quick second and figure that out because mm-hmm. sometimes it's just go, 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 not, oh where am I at today? Am I stressed? Mm -hmm. And then once I've identified those and given titles to them, it helps me to figure out what to do with that information. That is so good. Yeah. It's identifying and then reframing because you have to identify before you can either. I love that reframe. Wow. Ladies, we are almost out of time here. These tips Mm -hmm. have been so helpful. Thank you for sharing today. Thank you. Um, 
and we're going to go ahead and close out. I hope everybody out there, you, you out there listening, have gained as much value from this discussion as I have. Um, if you have enjoyed our podcast today, be sure to hit that subscribe button. It would mean so much to us. Also, you can learn more about Laura Lemonade, myself, Dr. Magdalena Battles, who is the Life Hack Mama, and Mentor Molly by following us on Facebook and Instagram, where we provide links to our blogs. You have been listening to Level Up Your Life. Thanks for joining. Keep your eyes up because that's where it all is.